Hey, welcome back to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm your host, Doug Lear. The last shot, the last shot for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Uh, we still have a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're going to get you a podcast extra with podcast extra for you each and every weekend. Before we do that, let's get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. You read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. She is an award-winning outdoors communicator, and she connects with uh, the people and the places, the bait shops, the gas stations, the motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week? Thanks, Doug. Checking elsewhere around North Dakota, anglers continue heading out, including to Devil's Lake, But overall, there's a lot fewer people around the water. As we move deeper and deeper into fall, football, harvest, and from the outdoor perspective, hunting. But Devil's Lake remains fair to good for small walleye. Try starting out working shallow and then move into deeper water around rock piles and towers. Anglers are finding some larger 17-inch fish around Doc Hagen's. There isn't a lot of activity on Lake Ashtabula, but anglers are finding some perch success. Out west, the Missouri River tail race remains slow, with few catfish and walleye coming from the spillway channel from boats. Try jigs and minnows or lindy rigs and night crawlers, or if you're working the main river, try crankbaits. There's still limited salmon and trout activity, though, and shore fishing remains slow during the day, with better success at night. Look for some occasional success from the wing walls during the day. The tail race has been kind of weird this year. The catfish just haven't been as cooperative as they typically are in the tail race and downriver. The east end of Lake Sakakawea is producing a few walleye off the points in 40 to 50 feet using spinners or slow death hooks and minnows. But again, there aren't a lot of anglers. The better bite has been around Mallard Island and Pick City west to Hazen Bay along the south shore, but also try Berthold Bay on the north shore, and you can work a little bit shallower as well. Speaking of working a little shallower, although it is deeper on Lake Audubon, try 25 to 30 feet with spinners and bottom bouncers and night crawlers for walleye on Lake Audubon. Look for continued smallmouth bass success there as well in 2 to 12 feet using topwater or swim baits. Waterfall season opens for North Dakota residents this weekend, but just remember, there's a lot of brown ducks out there yet. There's not much for migration yet either, so hunters will find local birds on wetlands. Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale, and she is an award-winning outdoors communicator. Again, read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. I'm, I'm wearing my biologist hat, and I, I, I want to bring to you a very important topic. I want to spend a little time talking about chronic wasting disease surveillance and testing because it's so important for the current health of the deer herd, the future of our deer population, and the future of hunting. I mean, quite frankly, if a deer population uh, suffers and struggles and decreases, you're going to feel that in your deer tags. And, and, and you've seen that, whether it's something from EHD in central and western North Dakota, whether it's a nasty winter like last year, or in the future, if it's chronic wasting disease, no matter what no matter what the factor in the equation that reduces a deer herd, one of the only ways that we can adjust the, the human take of deer is through allocation of deer tags. 
you know, quite frankly. So unfortunately, we can't increase the habitat at the snap of a finger. We can't uh, change the weather. Uh, I mean, that's, it, it, it just goes to say. So when it comes to disease, mortality, and chronic wasting disease into the future, I cannot stress enough how much we as Game and Fish and you hunters and the cooperation are imperative. We've, we've worked through the science of chronic wasting disease and adjusted accordingly. And, and that's what science is all about, is using the, the latest available data. We now are asking you, if, if you in your deer hunting unit can give us, Game and Fish scientists, 10% of the gun licenses allocated and they are tested negatively for CWD within a year, that baiting restriction for hunting can be removed in that unit. So think about that. If you've always you know, wondered, well, once a unit is, is restricted to hunting big game over bait because of CWD, if it's there in perpetuity, that's not the case. And, and this, is a really, this is a really great mechanism to provide that opportunity based on the science of if we get um, testing, negative tests of the equivalent of 10 of the gun licenses allocated in that unit, and they are all negative, that unit can then change in the restriction to allowing hunting big game over bait. Here's how you can help. We are doing surveillance all across the state from archery season into the deer gun season, into the black powder season. We're doing uh, surveillance through any means that we can, working with, uh, working with any kind of a deer that exhibits signs, um, if we've got other other means of gathering heads. But for you as a hunter, we have a mail-in self-sampling kit that you can request through the Game and Fish Department. You can go on the Game and Fish Department website and request that. There's a little video that shows how to take out the lymph nodes, how to mail that in. It's quick, it's fast, it's easy. So if you're someone that doesn't want to go and drive and drop off a deer head, we've got sites that you can drop off those deer heads across North Dakota. You can do it yourself. You can do it yourself without having to worry about finding a drop-off site or having somebody else drop that off for you. So I cannot encourage you enough to, number one, if you can, by all means, please, please continue. If you have in the past dropped off a deer head, if, you're, if you've never done it before, get a self-sampling kit through the Game and Fish Department website or find a drop-off location that are scattered all across the state, check out the Game and Fish Department website. Pick up the phone and call. Call anyone from Game and Fish. You can call myself. The best option would be to call our headquarters office in Bismarck, 701-328-6300. That phone is manned from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Contact your local game warden. Contact any of our district offices. We have district offices in Jamestown and Devil's Lake and Harvey and Riverdale and Williston and Dickinson and our headquarters office in Bismarck. And uh, again, I'll encourage you to please, if you could, help us out. And if you've got any questions, to call our Bismarck office, 701-328-6300. Well, it is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available, boy. Ben, the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Till next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.